Hey guys, it's Zach of The Relatables. I hope you enjoy this episode. It's my first try at a solo podcast. Um, it's going to have some ups and some downs. Please just bear with me. Let me know what was good, what was bad. You'll hear my little tidbit at the end of the episode. I'm not going to go too much into that, but just know that I love you. And while you're being loved, please be liking, sharing, subscribing, and as always, stay relatable. off for about three hours now it's uh, 4 15 on a monday uh, monday the if my iphone would open up right now i don't even know what day it is man monday the 13th of november and i'm here i'm queer and i'm by myself uh dean decided to get sick or some shit so I figured I'd try my hand out at recording a podcast, like I said, by myself, in the comfort of my own house. Um, Got a couple tidbits here. It's not going to be as long as a normal podcast, because obviously I'm a dumb fuck, and like I said, I'm by myself. Um, Dean and I can barely get to an hour as is, so I'm just going to try my best. I've been wanting to do this for a while, just kind of sit here with my own thoughts, I know that you guys are listening, but you're not here right now. You can't really help me. So I got to keep this thing moving. I got to keep it flowing. I got to keep it going. The motion of words are in action. And uh, what's first in the docket, Zach? Thanks, Zach. Uh, first on the docket is them Jaguars. Huge win this weekend over the L.A. Chargers. Yes, they're the L.A. Chargers now. Stop saying the fucking San Diego Chargers, Zach. Like I keep doing in every conversation, they're the LA Chargers now. And it was a hard-fought win for the Jags. Um, this is already dumb. I already feel weird for recording by myself. But power through, buddy. Power through. You can get there. You're not hated. You're loved. Just like the Jaguars after their close win this weekend in overtime. And I got to tell you, I think this game got me on board of the the Jaguars bandwagon. I've lived here my whole life. Obviously, been a Jags fan since their inception in 1995. Um, Been in Jacksonville since, uh, since 1992, so you can't really call me a bandwagon fan. 
But I honestly, since about, I would say the Leftwich era, Byron Leftwich, I have just poo-pooed on them Jaguars. Our coaches, the organization, the front office, they just haven't been doing it for me. But I think this is the year they've turned it around, um, especially with you know bringing back Tom Coughlin and they have a great coach in Marone. And um, any other game, if any other game went like the way it did this past weekend, this past Sunday with the Chargers, the Jacksonville Jaguars would have definitely lost. Um, there's a lot of adversity. Blake threw a couple late picks. Mr. Bortles, come on, man. You can't just throw the ball away with two minutes left. Like, you got to fucking just get that shit out of bounds. I don't care if you get an intentional grounding penalty. You can't throw an interception. It was less than two minutes left. I think he threw two interceptions with the, in the last three minutes of the game. But the last one he threw was just retard. Retarded. And I won't use that word. Usually I have Dean here to kind of like give me a weird face when I'm going down a weird tangent, but he's not here right now because he's sick. But um, yeah, uh, about a minute and a half left of the game, Blake threw a pick. I thought it was over at that point. We were down um, 17-14 and uh, we were moving down the field and uh, just threw the ball away. He was getting rushed. Um, I guess he thought he had a receiver going on field. Anyways, threw a pick. Any other season prior to this, we would have lost the game just by the sheer fact that we could have tied it up, we didn't, and then everyone would have hung their heads, and that would have been the end of it. But luckily, our boy A.J. Bouye, um, from the cornerback side of things, the uh, the defensive side of things, helped us out, got the interception. We ended up uh, getting a bad call on that last... Uh, I believe the the Chargers fumbled it. Um, it was supposed to be a touchdown. They ruled against us. It's okay. We're the Jaguars. We're used to bad calls from the refs, from the zebra striped mother lickers. Um, but we fought through it, and I think that just shows, you know, the uh, the culture around the Jaguars as of late. We're not giving up, and uh, Jaguars, I'm officially in. I'm all in now. I know that was your little slogan last year, but that kind of went by the wayside when everyone went, what, fucking 3-13? Three and, three and 13? I don't even know our record last year. I stopped watching. But, uh, but yeah, Jags win um, in overtime. Thank God for Lambeau. Dude, Lambeau, what's up with your low kicks, buddy? I know you got a low-riding name, Mr. Lambeau, but you got to get them things elevated. The, uh, even the winning kick in overtime got touched, got tipped. I know the guy got a good jump off the line, but come on, buddy. get that, Lift that ball up. Yeah, no? Starting to talk like Theo Vaughn now. Um, shout out to Theo Vaughn. He's been killing it lately. I'll go off on another tangent. I don't care because no one's here. No one's here to direct me because Dean is sick, quote unquote. Um... Shout out to Theo Vaughn. He has a podcast called This Past Weekend. He uh, just It's just him in a room talking. I think he has a producer there with him, giving him notes, which would be nice right now for me. I feel like I've lost y'all already. It's the first six minutes of the fucking podcast. Jesus. Um, he just gives advice. People call in. He's a real good dude. He's from Louisiana, so he's got a little accent. It's fucking hilarious. Check it out. Anyways, getting back to the Jaguars. 
Lambo with the low kicks. And um, I think my little insight or my little prediction as to why Fournette wasn't playing the last three weeks was true. And you saw it in his performance. Didn't quite look um, as explosive as normal. And I think it's because of that knee. He, he didn't really cut hard. He had one play where I saw where he was going out of bounds. And he, any other time, he would have lowered his shoulder, gotten a few extra yards. But he decided to gingerly step out of bounds and not cut up field. And I think that's just a huge, huge sign as to what's really going on in the Jags organization. And I don't mind it. I mean, I know you have to be competitive. You have to... Um, insinuate to every other team that's going to play the next week that Fournette is here and he's ready to go but um I don't I don't like being lied to I don't think anyone likes being lied to and I hope the Jags just come out um I bet they'll come out at the end of the season or a couple of seasons from now and say yeah I was really hurt and uh, I, I I didn't miss any team meetings or anything or I know I missed the, the picture but they said I could and um I was really just hurt and uh, I took the lesser of two evils. I said I was in trouble. They said I was in trouble. And that helped the team out because instead of being hurt and not being listed, um, teams had to prepare for me. And uh, this doesn't really make any sense. So I'm going to keep going. Keep plugging through, Zach. Keep plugging away. What else is going on this week? Oh, yeah, I've got exciting news. I... Uh, just accepted a new job at the Comedy Zone as the marketing coordinator. Burr, 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 burr. Basically means I won't be serving tables, running food to people. No more, uh, no more slave hours. No more slave wages. By the way, it's kind of fucked up that servers only get paid four fifteen an hour. Have you guys ever heard like heard that? The minimum wage for service is way less. It's about half of what the real minimum wage is for any other worker. Like, that doesn't make sense, right? Like, if you have a business and you can't pay people an hourly wage, like, definitely don't have a business, right? Anyways, that's a different tangent. But, um, Comedy Zone, I'm the new marketing coordinator, which means I will have access and a little input as to... The comedians that are coming to Jacksonville, oh, the Comedy Zone, not to Jacksonville. I mean, a lot of comedians come to Jacksonville, but whoever's going to play at the Comedy Zone. And my first week there, my first week at this new position is going to be with Carlos Mencia. And part of this position entails that I will be having to drive the comedians around um, to different presser events and different things and basically be taking care of the comedians while they're here. And um, I just want to get your input as to what I should do or say around Carlos Mencia. I don't know if you're um, a huge fan of comedy, but Carlos Mencia was known for taking people's jokes. He had um, a show on Comedy Central, Mind of Mencia, which he basically just, he would steal monologues from people. He would steal ideas, bits, especially from a lot of people that I used to follow or still follow, um, namely Ari Shafir, um, Bobby Lee. Like he would just steal their material and blatantly either do it before they came up in a lineup at a stand-up show, or he would do it on his own show on Comedy Central, which means he took money from people. He took ideas, which, I mean, is obviously worth more than money, um, and he passed them off as his own. And since then, he's kind of not really apologized. He's kind of just been open with how 
shitty he was in the past. And I just want to get like, I, I have to drive him around basically on Friday to, uh, like I said, different presser things. Like I think, I think I have to take him to a radio station, um, and a news station to help promote the show. And I want you guys to write in to the relatables podcast at gmail.com with some thoughts or ideas, maybe some questions for them, maybe some different ways to not fuck with them. Cause I don't want to lose my job in the first week, but just kind of troll him a little bit, some kind of funny things to do to let him know that I know who he is and what he's been up to. I don't want to be a dick to him. You know, I think people fuck up all the time in life and you can't hold that over them the rest of their entire life. But I, I, I don't know. I just feel like everywhere he goes, he should kind of get that. He should kind of get the impression that that's not the right thing to do. And I've heard him on podcasts since then or since he's come out and, you know, said he was he was um, or kind of taken on the th- uh, he, he's been, he did, like I said, he didn't apologize, but he said he knew what he was doing. He was cognizant of the fact that he was stealing things from people. And I just I don't think he. I'm just going to stop talking about that because like I said, I don't want to lose my job in the first week, but I just, what should I do while I'm driving him around? Should I mention it? Should I, should I not say anything? Should I just be like super quiet and just, I don't know, like a fucking fly on the wall while he's, you know, like he's with his agent or his opener in my car. I just don't know what I should do. And I don't, I don't want to be weird. I don't want to be a dick. But I also want to like kind of talk to him about things since then and his interactions with comedians since then and just his whole his whole presence in the comedy world. I'm going to read some comments from the Comedy Zone Facebook page. Um, and by the way, the views and opinions of the Relatables and of Zach Malcolm do not reflect the views and opinions of the Comedy Zone. Let's get all the legal stuff out of the way first. But the Comedy Zone, um, as they do, they promote comedians on Facebook, Twitter, and all that, Instagram. But um, they posted that Carlos Mencia was going to be there. And literally every comment was negative. I'm going to go through it and read it. Um, It's just kind of funny to see that... It's cool to see, actually, that people within Jacksonville who know of the Comedy Zone know that this guy is, was kind of a piece of shit back in the day. Hold on. I can't get to it. Ba, 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 ba. We're going to take a quick break. I'll get to it. Be right back. Love you guys. Bye. All right, guys. I've you here. Okay. We're recording. Um, I figured out why I couldn't find the original post from the comedy zone. It's because it's since been deleted. Yeah. Um, we uh, posted a thing. Platinum cellar comedian. Carlos Mencia will be here November 16th or 18th. Who's coming? Um, that post has since been deleted and replaced with a new one. And I guess you can't comment on it. But it was just funny to see all the comments. Like, I guess, or I wonder whose jokes he'll be performing this weekend. Um, I won't ever see that guy. Um, he does other people's jokes. It was cool to see that, especially in Jacksonville. The people know what the fuck is going on. And um, I've always kind of poo-pooed Jacksonville for not being in the know, especially when it comes to comedy and entertainment, you kind of think Jacksonville, or I think Jacksonville, I think super conservative military town, um, 
they just want to go and laugh, have some drinks, and listen to some dad jokes, but y'all know what's going on, and I applaud you for that. Um, I would implore you, I know I shouldn't say this, but don't support comedians like Carlos Mencia. I know it's my job to kind of get people to come and send the seats now, but don't come this weekend. I'm going to talk with the owner. Um, I don't think he realizes how much of a detriment it is to have comedians like Carlos Mencia and have them as a representation of the comedy zone. And um, because I don't feel like it it creates a safe space for comedians to come and do their jokes. Um, God, they even have them as the the cover photo on their Facebook page. They have Carlos Mencia there. What the fuck, man? What are we doing? But hopefully this will be part of my job moving forward as being the, the marketing coordinator. Like, we can't have shit like that. We can't have the face on our Facebook page to be Carlos Mencia because that's just not going to get co- good comedians to come through here. And I want to turn the comedy zone into, like, an A room. You know, like, I've told the people who gave me this promotion, like, this isn't going to be just a job for me. This is going to be my passion. And I don't care how much you pay me, like, I'm going to be full-fledged into it. And I'm going to make this place a legit destination for comics to come to. And I know it sounds grandiose. I know it sounds a little delusional, but I just want, like, I want people like Brendan Schaub to come through. I want cool comedians. I have a list of comedians here on my phone, and you guys can contribute to this. Say you want to, you know, like a a local or a a up-and-coming comedian to come through here. Um, Again, send a message, message, a message through the relatables podcast at gmail.com. Um, I have some comedians just that I want to come through Theo Vaughn, Burt Kreischer, Owen Benjamin. Um, I want Christina Pazitsky to come back. Um, Sarah Tiana. So people like that, anything like Duncan Trussell, I think Dom Irero would be a good fit for Jacksonville. Greg Fitzsimmons, he might be a little too smart, but, um, yeah, any, anyone else you can think of, I'm trying to get these people on the docket for the 2018, um, year because I want to pack that place out. Um, I don't know if you guys have um, any knowledge of YouTube stars, but that's been a big thing lately, um, especially at comedy clubs. Um, the Comedy Zone had this guy, Funny Man, who came through, and he's a YouTube star. He basically just does Crimson or Alabama Crimson Tide videos, and he packed that shit out one night. And I want to get people like him, you know, up-and-coming people to come through there and pack the place out, make me look good, make some some money for the comedy zone and um that's pretty much it sign up for the podcast just a little comedy zone tidbit i feel like this is getting stale getting old um you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna take a little break right here grab the water pipe get a little inspiration get a little bit of toot toot hold on one second Oh yeah, got that legal smoking tobacco. <sighs> Gonna get those synapses firing. I don't think Dean would approve of uh, taking a little break during the podcast, but he's not here. It's just me again. Uh, <coughs> uh, what what other notes do I have here? I'm just gonna go on MSN cruise for some some news stories. Um, 
the first headline I have here. Legendary Daredevil dies while attempting 22,000 foot base jump. And the headline should basically just be, duh. Like, of course. Um, it's going to happen eventually. Legendary Russian Daredevil died while attempting his latest stunt. Base jumping from a 22,000 foot mountain in the Himalayas. Wow. That's crazy, man. He's 52 years old. I mean, if you don't have kids, you don't have a family, why not? Sick earring, bro. Rest in peace, but sick earring. Are you guys a fan of the one earring? I feel like that's so 90s, dude. <coughs> if you're going to have an earring, do it upright. Have two. Have two. And definitely don't make it a hoop earring. What are you doing? What are you, French? Wait, was he French? He might actually be French. No, Russian. I just said Russian. Dumb fuck. Anyways, um, let that be a lesson to you. Don't be base jumping. Like, why? What's the point? Um, I know it's kind of silly, but Trina and I watched this show, Dirty 30, or it's called The Challenge, but this season was called Dirty 30. I don't know why we like it so much. It's basically just people from real world and like the, the road rules challenge things uh, from MTV. MTV, they, they go around and they stay in different spots around the world. And for a season, they'll, um, they'll say in like this past season, they stayed in, um, Argentina no wait where did they stay they stayed in Brazil and you go around and like basically there's like f they start off with 20 people in the house by the end one person wins um their share of like I think like a million dollars and I don't know why I started talking about this why did I start talking about this god damn it it's the smoking tobacco oh 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 the last challenge was you had to jump out of a plane um, that was the first part of the challenge and I don't care how much fucking money you're paying me. Like, you're not just going to get me to jump out of a plane. I'll do it when I want to do it, but you're not just going to make me, especially in Brazil. I don't know the compliance mandates for Brazil and what you can get away with as far as parachutes and, and like safety records. Like for all we know in Brazil, as long as half the people don't die in jumps, you're good to have a fucking, um, you know, a skydiving company. I don't know what's going on in Brazil. Like, you're not paying me, especially fucking MTV. Like, you know MTV's not doing a thorough check of these places. Like, they're just trying to sell clean and clear. You know what I mean? Like, they're just trying to sell pimple cream. And I don't care how much money you're paying me, especially not for a million dollars. I'm not jumping out of a plane because you say so. God damn it. This sucks. Guys, if this podcast sucks, I understand, but we got to get content out there. Um, I'm tired of like saying, yeah, we're going to drop two podcasts every week or so, and then something comes up. I mean, either me or Dean, it's not just one of us. Like, Either I'll be like, I'm not really feeling it tonight, or he'll be sick or some bullshit, and like, we just we don't do what we say we're going to do. So that's why I'm kind of filling this in, talking about mundane bullshit, like the fucking challenge on MTV, like so dumb we're just watching children on television win absurd amount of money for being children on television selling pimple cream doesn't make any sense like why do i watch it like even sometimes trina will be like we'll be sitting there trina and i and we're like we'll look at, over at each other like wait why are we doing this 
and then we'll just laugh at it but then zone right back into the tv and i guess it's good to have that attitude because we're we're kind of making fun of each other we're not taking it too seriously like if we miss an episode of a fucking mtv challenge show we're not gonna like tweet about it or instagram about it or whatever about it the next day like it's not something we think about but the fact that we're distracting ourselves at 10 o'clock at night with this bullshit that's kind of the problem and it, it leads to a bigger problem later and our brains are definitely turned into mush i mean mine is as you can tell from this podcast and the fucking randomness of it the tangents god damn it by the way this podcast uh we've gotten some notes lately that we don't really explain things we act as if people have been listening since episode one like we we don't introduce ourselves dean and i but i'm zach by the way we don't introduce ourselves so sorry what the fuck just know us <laughs> duh um but no like we get notes sometimes like that and what i have to say to that is fuck off yeah no as theo vaughn would say yeah no it doesn't matter if you, if you want to know us, if you are, are a true podcaster and you like the episode we just put out, but we didn't explain certain things, go back and listen to the other ones. Like if we want you as a listener, you will do that. If you don't want to do that, then like I said, fuck off. Yeah, no. And Dean would probably disagree with that. He would look at me like, oh man, you can't say that, but I'm saying it because I'm here. And I'm dropping the podcast without you, bud. I love you, but I'm doing it. I didn't even ask you. I'll text you about it. Actually, I'll text you about it right before I'm going to drop it. And then you'll be like, oh, that's cool, man. Whatever, man. And I'll be like, all right. I already did it. I'm already here. <sighs> all right. So MSN cruising. We're, that was a good little tangent I went on, right? Next story. Next story. Penn State frat members gave pledge 18 drinks in less than 90 minutes video shows. Um, apparently, um, some kid was pledging a fraternity at, what is it? Fuck, 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 Was it Penn State? I don't want to say Penn State to be wrong. They're not even saying the name of the, the college in the, in the article. That's fucking gangster. I'm pretty sure it was Penn State. Anyways, um, of Beta Theta Pi, they the brothers gave him 18 drinks in an hour and 22 minutes. Um, surveillance video from the basement showed. Apparently, these kids tried to delete the surveillance video. <laughs> um, it says, when authorities initially evaluated the video footage, um, brothers led the police to believe that the basement cameras had been inoperable the night that the new pledges were going through the hazing. First of all, why it's illegal it's illegal to haze to any extent in any school at any college. It's just illegal. I mean, different colleges have their way of classifying hazing, but most colleges now that it's getting so everyone's getting so sensitive and like things are getting like more and more um we're becoming a litigation society like it, things like it's hard to get away with stuff like this at all like play um hazing at fsu from what i remember was like you couldn't make people wear a certain shirt like you couldn't make people um 
like we had a uniform but we all had to agree to it like you couldn't like the brothers brothers couldn't just say hey you guys have to wear this every day like at one point one day a week we didn't have to but we quote unquote agreed to wearing like khaki shorts like a um, a white shirt like a blue kind of cardigan looking thing like we just had to look nice going to school um for like one day a week and we had to all agree with that like um i remember one time uh there was this chicken and i'm not supposed to be talking about this um it was towards the end of um the pledging process known as hell week and there was this chicken called fernando and the um, the brothers of this fraternity this said fraternity they gave us the chicken at the at the beginning of hell week and said we had to take care of the chicken um for the whole week while we did other different activities and things and um one of the kids got fed up with i guess being quote-unquote hazed which we never really got hazed we just it was all just kind of like rituals that we did um and kind of like things that we all agreed to do as a as a quote-unquote pledge class anyways we had this um this kid who was getting fed up with it he was like his grades were dropping i mean as was everyone's i mean i flunked out of not flunked out but i almost got kicked out of fsu for my grades so i understand but he got really stressed out and he went to like he like fell asleep in class and the professor asked him why like why are you so tired um i'll just say like bob as a to keep his name confidential like he was like bob why are you so tired and bob said i don't know man like this this fraternity i'm in i'm, I'm rushing it's it's hell week quote unquote he said hell week like an idiot which already makes it sound like a hazing thing and they're making us take care of this rooster like we're doing other things late at night and they're like wait wait what and they're he was like yeah there's this chicken we have what it wasn't a rooster i said rooster this chicken we have um fernando and like everyone was like started laughing about it but the professor i guess was like what the fuck and then he like put a formal complaint in towards the fraternity um and we had to like hide fernando <laughs> and it was just like a weird thing like we weren't getting beat we weren't getting like no one made us forcibly drink alcohol but things are so like sensitive nowadays like we couldn't have like a chicken and that'd be a funny thing um i don't know why i went into this i'll keep going with the uh the msn story uh wait was that it no that was it um apparently 12 people from the fraternity though are being charged with like conspiracy to hold on I should probably read this better before the podcast you're right dean I'm a, uh, I'm a skimmer, dude. Oh, he fell down the stairs. That's what pretty much killed him. He didn't die from the alcohol itself, but he fell down the basement stairs. And I guess the fraternity members were deleting evidence of that. So that's pretty fucking crazy. And it's fucked up. But I mean, how much responsibility is on the, the brothers? Like, are you forcibly making this kid chug beers or drink drinks or take shots or whatever or is he doing it to fit in and like i know there's peer pressure involved but it is just peer pressure it's not forced peer pressure like it's not forced i don't know i guess peer pressure is a hell of a drug i've been pressured to do things but i've always there's always been that level of where it crosses the line, then I put my foot down. 
I mean, it might just be the way I was raised. I mean, this kid had, looks like two like loving parents. They're in press conferences and stuff, I guess, trying to start the brigade against the fraternity and I guess frat culture but I don't know like there's a level of fortitude you have to have and if yours isn't beyond not being able to take alcoholic drinks to fit in then I don't know if the people around you should pay the consequence for that and I know it sounds fucked up and I'm sorry you know someone's brother someone's friend someone's kid died but you're just going to go on blaming everyone else for the rest of your life because his life ended due to the decisions that he made. And it's such a hard thing because I know like whenever something like fucked up happens like that, you, you can't really bargain or you can't accept it. So I feel like these parents are going on a tear right now because they don't want to accept the fact that this happened to their son. This unfortunate thing, as unfortunate as it was, and fucked up as it was, and it is, like, they're never going to have him back. And it's because of this stupid thing that happened. And then stupid things do happen, and you can't end all these other young kids' life because yours ended, or your son's ended. I don't know. I just think it's kind of fucked up that the parents would go th and go forward like this against the fraternity. As much as I'd hate the whole frat culture, like you guys have heard me talk shit about it, but I don't think everyone should pay the consequences for one guy's mistake or, or even two guys. Like if, even if he had a best friend there and he was feeding him alcohol, like you still have the authority and you should have the, the wherewithal to just not indulge, like not, I don't know. I'm getting into fucked up territory and this is kind of cool though. Cause if Dean was here. He'd be like, whoa, 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 man. And I would kind of backtrack, but I'm not. And I'm putting my feelings out there. And um, and I, I want you guys to know, like, whenever we're on the podcast, things are said in hyperbole. We're going to say things because, one, we feel like it's a free space. It's a safe space. I mean, it is, you know, our space. It's the relatable studio. But two, I, Theo Vaughn's been talking about this on his podcast. Like, no one's no one has a real authentic and even willing to be wrong opinion anymore. We're all just kind of saying things to, to appease each other and not offend each other in the moment. And that's why I think the, um, the single people podcast, like Bill Burr. Um, I know I keep Dick riding Theo Vaughn. I mean, CJ, CJ does it sometimes too. Um, CJ of couch Talk. He'll um, do solo podcasts, and I think they're really cool because you actually get to see someone like struggling through an idea or struggling through something, and they put it all out there without any judgment from someone in the room. And I think it's really cool, and I think it's really why I wanted to try to do this right now. And I know I'm just talking to myself. I got Bentley laying here, my pup, my dog, or Trina's pup, our dog. Um, he's not judging me. He's just looking at me every now and again, making sure I'm cool. I'm making sure he's cool. And that's how it should be. Like, just, I know, I understand that we have to check each other sometimes as friends, as people, as brothers, as sisters, as family. But there's also times where you have to just, if the person is not hurting anyone, if, um, you know, say your brother's acting a little weird, if he's not hurting anyone and he's not going to hurt himself, like, just, I don't know, just let him be and don't try to check him because that's not the way you would live your life. Um, I think we all have a tendency to do that in some capacity. We'll see people 
not driving right. I know I'm a big, um, I do this all the time. Whenever someone is driving like not the way I would, like if they're coming up on some people and like they're going a little too fast, I kind of like get tense and I worry that this person is not going to fucking kill us. But if I just check myself every time and realize that this person is in the same position as I am, like literally, and they of course would want the best for them, their car, for their, you know, health. Like, obviously they don't want to crash their car. Like, so why am I worrying? You know, you know what I mean? Does that make any sense? Are you nodding? Or are you shaking your head? Like, I got to turn this shit off. I hope it's not the latter. Um, I'm not going to talk too much longer. I mean, you can see on your little ticker down there how long the podcast is. I don't know how much longer I'm going to go, but this is really hard. I thought it'd be a lot easier. That's why I, um, I made some notes. But the notes lasted for the first fucking three minutes of the podcast. And now I don't know what to say. But I'm chugging along. And um, I think I have one more little MSN newsworthy thing. Um, I'll post pictures on Facebook of these of these um, different inventions. But I found an article. 30 weird and awesome inventions. Um, just further highlighting the excess and capitalist America I don't know it's gonna have some smart thing to say about it but I don't I'm just gonna try to chug through this article this one's pretty cool baby stroller and scooter hybrid it's pretty fucking awesome unless you have a clumsy dad or a inept mom who just crashes you everywhere they got a like a looks like a four-wheeled scooter but on the front there's a stroller or there's a like a baby basket type deal, and they're just scooting along. That's a fucking good idea. I don't see any real babies in those things, which obviously means someone didn't sign off on that, which means it's probably not a safe idea. But hey, man, to each his own. Flask tie, flax, flask. I can't talk sometimes. Flask tie. Dude's got a fucking flask in his tie. It's pretty self-explanatory. Pretty badass, but. I mean, don't you have a problem if you're drinking at work like that? Like, this is just promoting alcoholism. And like, I don't know if flasktie.co has your best interest in mind. <sighs> a little sketch, man. little sketch. I don't know what I'm ta- why I'm talking like this all of a sudden, bruh. Anti-pervert hairy stockings. <clears throat> Sold on chinasmack.com. Of course, it's like a Chinese product. It's probably got real Chinese hair. Finally, girls can feel safe again. These newly invented hairy leg stockings are said to be a highly effective pervert repellent. I don't think so, man. I don't think so. I think if someone's a pervert and just trying to, like, tackle you and get to business, they're not worried about a little fuzz on your walking sticks. You know what I mean? Ping pong door. Ugh, that's self-explanatory. It's kind of lame, though. Like, I just want a door, man. I'll I'll play ping pong outside. I'm not going to play it inside in this cramped little space on this half a... What is this, a ping pong table for ants? <laughs> that's a little much. Little. Ch- I mean, I can see if you're in, like, and you're, like, a... 
in a flat in New York, or not a flat in New York, like a studio apartment in New York, and you gotta save space, but if you're wealthy enough to put a fucking ping pong door in your house, just have a bigger house, and then a ping pong table, and then a door. Come on, man. Goggle umbrella. It's kind of cool. We've all been walking and want to like super, like we want to like have like a an envelopment around us. We don't want to wear a poncho. We want to have an umbrella, but like obviously whenever you have the umbrella down over your head and you can't see, this has a little clear cut thing for a, for an umbrella. Oh, I don't think this is, I think it might've been done. I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast before, but ah, every time I go to like, um, <clears throat> to the barber to get my hair cut. Because what else would you do with the barber, Zach? Um, I want to text on my phone or like just kind of look at stuff on my phone. But your hands are covered by that big black sheet that they put over you. You know, so hair doesn't get all down your neck. I like, why not just make that either clear or put a little clear patch in there and just, you know, look through it while you're getting your hair cut, while you're getting taped up. Not a bad idea. And I'm sure it's already been done before. I'm sure I'm going to scroll upon it on this article. I haven't looked at all of them. So let's just keep going, dum dum. Um, baby mop, baby mop. No, that's fucked up. Basically, just got bristles on the bottom of your, of your baby's onesie. You lazy parent. You lazy motherfucker. Got a hug me pillow. Super sad. It's just a half a torso with an arm. Gross. That's that's really creepy, actually. Ugh. as a model you cannot like that ruins your whole brand if part of your portfolio is just a fucking half a dude with his the the half a the hug me pillow it has a fucking dress shirt on it like a dude and this lady's laying underneath it that fucked your brand all up bruh you're not getting no maxim spread or you know like you're not gonna be on the cover of vogue ever because of that right there sell out anyways ironious the coffee mug iron uh, all right first of all funny i get this this could be in like a parody you know capitalist magazine or something i don't know but for sure don't do that like you're gonna get coffee all over your shirt I'm not that steady with a coffee mug. Basically, guys, the, it's a coffee mug. And I guess you just pour coffee into the mug. And the bottom is just like shaped kind of like an iron. And you iron your shirt with it. Dumb. Moving on. Moving on. Sorry, Dean, if you this is killing you right now. You're listening to it. You're like, oh, fuck. What is he talking about? I love you too, man. Love you too. Hope you feel better. <laughs> this is going to happen every time we cancel a podcast or... Or just, I don't know. We're just going to each post. Actually, Dean, I challenge you to do a self-podcast. And you can't come prepared. Um, you just record it. And we'll stack them up. And we'll see who they like better. And, and yeah. And I don't know what the, the winner is going to get. But we'll figure that out. We'll do a joint podcast. This sounds like fucking Joe Rogan and Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura all doing like another challenge to get viewers, but it's not. I, I, I swear it was fucking authentic. I just thought of it. You are going to do a, um, a solo cast 
and we'll have this one for me and it's not my best work i feel like i can do better but um you're gonna do it i'm gonna do it i'm gonna post this one and the winner gets something or the, the loser has to do something i don't know what it is but we'll figure that out like i said twice now all right keep going on the ab hanser get a six pack in seconds it's just a fucking great and you stick it to your stomach and the outline after you take the grade off is a six pack dude <laughs> that reminds me of uh <laughs> my friend kyle justice in sixth grade <laughs> one day he just came to school and like he just like told everyone he had abs like i don't know why and then like he lifted up his shirt and he <laughs> He, he sharpied abs onto his stomach and it was the funniest thing ever Kyle Justice you, you fucking crazy man you crazy <laughs> not as crazy as talking to yourself next to your dog in an empty room but you crazy man that was funny the ad says recommended by pseudo athletes I couldn't believe how effective the ab answer was chicks dig it said Jeff I don't think so Jeff I don't think so. Anti-theft lunch bags. Basically, it's just a, a clear sandwich baggie with a... You put a sandwich in, and there's mold on the clear baggie, so it looks like you have mold on your sandwich. Good idea. I like the the ingenuity there. All right, I'm going to do a couple more of these, just a couple of the best ones, ones that stand out. Oh, this is a good one. I mean, it's not really. It's kind of nasty. Den ink pen cap eating utensils. Basically, you have a fork eating utensil, and it's just, like, on the top of your pen, like, for the pen cap. I don't know. It's kind of gross, but it looked kind of cool. Look kind of cool. Um, One more, Zach. What's it going to be? This is getting old. Uh, 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 got to do. Got to do it, baby. Oh, I like this one. They said the best for last. All the way down. Boardpanda.com. Of the 30 best... What is it? What is it? So I'm scroll all the way up. 30 weird and awesome inventions. What's love got to do? Got to do with it, baby. Um, the last one. LED slippers. Good job, Board Panda. That made it all worth it. Um, the listeners will tell you if it made it all worth it. Um, but LED slippers. Basically, you just put on your slippers. You got a little light. I guess it's weight activated, so your fat ass can light up the way. Bada boom. And that was 30 Weird and Awesome Inventions with Zach Malcolm. Um, like I said, it's just me today. Um, let me see if we can get going on some more topics. I'm going to go for an hour. Fuck it. I know you guys are probably not even listening anymore, and that's fine with me, but I'm having fun. Oh, why didn't I talk about this at the beginning? That would have been fun. All right. I did my first lift run yesterday. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Seamless. Um, I did my first lift run and I did five rides because they have this kind of promo where if you do five rides in a week, automatically get a hundred bucks. I needed a hundred bucks. Um, so I did it yesterday and it was fun as fuck. Um, the first guy, Albert, he's like 24, he's kind of, Alfred actually, um, he's kind of a fuck, he just got on his phone whenever he first got in the car, 
um, was kind of a letdown for my first Uber ride. He wasn't excited. I told him like, dude, this is my first ride. He's like, of the night? And I was like, no, ever. And he was like, oh, cool, man. <laughs> and he sat in the front, which was, I guess, um, it was a nice gesture. He wasn't weirded out by, you know, my presence. So he sat in the front by me, um, uh, picked him up one side of town, took him to the other after work. Um, he told me he crashed his car, um, and just like walked away from it, like right near his house. He was coming home. I guess he wasn't talking. That's why he said, I, I think, cause he was a little drunk, crashed his car and then just like skedaddled on home. I hope I'm not getting him in legal trouble, <laughs> but I, I mean, I didn't say his last name. I guess I should put a little spin on all these names. Yeah. That first guy's name wasn't what I said it was. It was something different. Second guy uh let me pull up the names because i think you can see the names and shit um second guy oh fuck what was the second guy oh he was fucked up i know his name his name was really something but i'm gonna say it's something else matt dude he was super fucked up i took him picked him up from his house he had to go like 20 minutes away to grab some keys which i think i I really don't think there were keys. I think I was part of a drug deal. He went into some apartments for like two minutes. Like, all right, I'll be right back. Well, first of all, whenever I picked him up, he's like, this is gonna be a round trip. And like, I could smell alcohol in his breath. He smelled like straight vodka. And I was like, fuck, of course this would be the night. Like my first night out on Lyft, like some big white dude is gonna accost me and it's gonna be weird. But he had a 4.8 rating on Lyft. So that kind of, you know, staved off my, my anxiousness. Anyways. I picked him up, smelled like vodka. He said he lost 80 pounds in the last three months. Um, said he qu quit really drinking. I was like, okay, sir, that's a lie. <laughs> Your breath de determined that was a lie. Um, he said um, ever since he got on this Adderall prescription, he's been losing weight like a motherfucker. And that got me thinking about like methamphetamines and like how... Like some people die well with them. Some people don't. He said he would like wake up at five and like have so much energy for the day. And he swears it wasn't from the Adderall. He just feels better now. And like it all kind of like snowballs Like you feel better. I mean, first of all, you have the Adderall gives you more energy. Then you start working out. Then you feel better. And then it all just kind of like, you know, like as it snowballs on top of each other. And he said he lost 80 pounds. So good for him. Bad for my gas tank. It was a round trip. Took him from one side of the town to the other. Like I said, I know I'm jumping all around, but. Hey, I'm having a good time. Um, dropped him back off at his house. Gave me a nice little tip. Third guy, Jorge. Um, God damn it, I said his real name. I guess I don't have their last name, so it's not that big of a deal. Picked him up from work at a call center. He was telling me it was his last week. Uh, and then when I dropped him off, I dropped him off at a teen crisis center. And that was kind of scary. Like I pull in, it looks like an apartment complex, but inside, instead of like a, some things will say like, I don't know, what's a, an apartment name? Like Lakewood Apartments or Briar Patch Meadows Place. It didn't say that. It said Teen Youth Crisis Center on the sign. And I pulled up and let him out of the car. And he was like, oh, fuck. I hope, hope that guy's not out. Like I don't want my, him to check my apartment. I was like, oh, shit. All right, man. Well, have a good night. And that was the end of that. So I guess whenever he pulls into his house after work, like some guy has to come in and make a 
come in and make sure he doesn't have drugs or alcohol or whatever he's not supposed to have. So, Jorge, if you're out there and you're listening, I hope you get through whatever you're going through. And uh, you're a good guy. You're a good ride. Gave you five stars. Um, what was my fourth ride? Oh, yeah, fourth ride. Some guy named Trey. He had a f- perfect five-star rating. Picked him up from I don't know where. Dropped him off downtown at the bus station. And he ended up telling me he was like a fucking um, a basketball coach for some junior college in Alabama, which is pretty cool. And he gave me some tips. Any fellow Lyft drivers need some tips? Just go. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Go around um, football games. Um, he said he went to TBC Sawgrass one year, like for the the Players Championship, and he took some guys around and they told him to turn off the app. He was a little weirded out at first, and they were like, "Oh no, we got you. Um, we're gonna call you. You're just gonna be like our driver this weekend." And they gave him like a hundred bucks every time he picked him up and dropped him off. So. That's a pretty cool fucking little tidbit. Um, Last little couple um, for my fifth ride of the night. And then I'll stop talking about this boring shit. Um, People, I picked up people from Everbank who are installing, I guess, the new cable, the new internet there. They're from Washington State. And uh, dropped them off. And uh, I don't know, they just had some cool stories about what was going on in the stadium. How inept some people are. And it was... Overall, it was a cool fucking night, man. Like, I never thought... Like, I, I signed up for Lyft, I guess, last June. I got approved to drive, and I just haven't done it. And I really need the money now, so I did it. And it ended up being a good night. And got to meet some people, got to talk to some people, some normal people. You know, like, it's just one of those things where stepping out of my comfort zone, it kind of fired me up. It fired me up to wake up today, and it's fired me up to do this podcast right now, and it's... Uh, it just, ugh, what, what was that sound? Um, <laughs> it's cool to know that when people say like, just go outside, go do different things, challenge yourself. It's cool to know that that's not all bullshit. And I used to think it was like, I've even talked about it sometimes. Like I used to have to go to the, the supermarket, um, just different places just to go and talk to people. And I think the more you do that and the more you force yourself to go through things, the better you'll be. And that's obvious. <laughs> um, we're getting towards the end of this podcast. Guys, I I want some input. I don't care if you have to make up a fake account because you don't want us to know who you are. Um, I, like We need some kind of guidance. Like we, we need to know what works, what you like, what you don't like. Hopefully you got to the end of this podcast where we hopefully are right now. Um, I'll stop talking. Um, hopefully I'll say hopefully again. Um, but we, like, we haven't really gotten a lot of input as far as emails and messages. And I don't know if it's because you guys are shy or scared of what we might think, or you just think we're perfect. I'm not sure. I I don't care if you know us real well, you don't know us at all. Can you please just tell us how we're doing? Um, I want something, man. I just want some connection. Yeah, no. Steel Vaughn would say. Um, yeah. Because we don't know if, like, uh, like, should we keep doing this? Like, should we keep wasting our time if 
like we see people are we see that people are listening right and we see that you know whenever we put more out there the more of you guys come the more of you guys stay around but like I don't want to do this for nothing and I feel like I'm doing it for nothing right now and it's not even monetarily but like if there's no communication between you and us then what's the point we're just talking to we're just talking to headphones and I want some engagement and I challenge you the listener just I want you to be a part of it just how Dean and I are talking on the podcast because that's what grows things it's it's what it's what people want they just want some kind of interaction and that's what I want I'm I'm craving it and you guys aren't giving it to me and it just hurts man I told myself I wouldn't cry I told myself I told myself that I wouldn't care well the thing is I care too much I care way too much does anyone else think they have an addiction to like Facebook I know people laugh about it I know people poo poo it and make statuses about it but bro I caught myself the other day on Facebook for like two hours just scrolling up and down watching videos fucking going into photo albums of people I don't even know fucking putting together these theories like how do I know this person oh it's probably a friend of a friend who wants like this thing of a friend and like all this like it's just a distraction from I know I'm distracting myself from one being broke right now and two just like the fact that there's no interaction with people who I really care about which is you the listener and you could save me you could save me from my addiction you could be you could be a positive distraction and uh, that's on your shoulders bro yeah no you're my frat bro and you need to stop hazing me with this bullshit ignorance and ignorance in the real way like you're being an ignore of me you are an ignore freelancer that's dumb and it's also telling me that's towards the end of the podcast and i feel like i need to put this out as soon as possible so i don't second guess myself and not put it out because as I'm talking and realizing this is kind of crazy, I'm wondering whether or not I should put it out. So I think I'm going to hop off right now, post this. Like I said, interact with me. Let me know how it was. Good. It was bad. Hopefully you're still listening. Guys, I love you. While you're listening, just know that I'm here for you. I'll I'll give any advice, I'll take any criticism, I'll I'll help you out in any way I can, but I need I need you to speak up. Okay? I love you. I love you so much. <laughs> I can't fake cry right now. Um <laughs> I love you. I love you. I love you. While you're being loved, please like, share, subscribe, and as always, 
stay relatable. There's a phrase that 